In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Double-Edged Sword, a Christian podcast ministry presented by Father Gennard Lazar. Father Gennard is a parish priest of the Mud Edda Parish of the Assyrian Church of the East in Turlock, California. Here's Father Gennard. Thy will be done. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 is what Jesus has taught us to pray and to submit. Thy, that is, the Father's will be done. St. John Chrysostom writes and comments and says that Thy will be done as in heaven, namely as in heaven there is no opposition in all rational beings, that is their angels, because all rule and power are brought to none. There is no power that exists in, in heaven pertaining to the rational beings, the angels. Thus also, among these mortal lives that is ours, as much as is possible, may Thy will be fulfilled and perfected in us. This is what we are asking for. This is what Jesus has taught us to ask for. So that is, may our will and power in our lives according to our own knowledge, understanding and desire also be brought to naught and that your, O Heavenly Father, all-sanctifying, righteous, blessed, gracious will be complete and overruling in our lives. This is what we pray. But last uh, last podcast was doing the word of God. We pray and we ask this, but are we ready to accept it? Are we ready to obey by it? So that means totally relinquishing our will completely to the will of God. But why? Why should God's will supersede our will? We have free will. Why should I relinquish that gift that God has given me, the gift of free will, to totally be submitted to God's will? Well, I think if we go to the Garden of Eden, we'll get that answer. But let's not go there. Let's continue. You know, we must first know, we must understand, we must acknowledge, we must accept and we must submit to the fact that, number one, God's will is good, perfect, complete, flawless, sanctifying, uplifting, encouraging, genuine, genuine, true. God's will is good for his creation. In the first book of Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 34, we read, Give thanks to the Lord God because he is good 
and his grace is to eternity. Psalm 25, 8, good and upright is the Lord God. Therefore, he corrects sinners in the way. You know what? So that they should not perish eternally. Good and upright is the Lord God. I could go on and on with verses that pertain to the goodness of God. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ask a question. What goodness is there in us? What goodness is ours? Or rather, what goodness is of our own? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness itself, faith. Well, I'm sorry, I'm going to rain on your parade. They are the fruits of the Spirit. They're not ours. We didn't come up with this. We didn't invent these. But the Holy Spirit, as we read in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, has provided these goodness so that we can live by them. But we cannot claim that because we have these goodnesses that they are our own doing or they are from our own understanding, but they are God's provisions. What an amazing God we have, beloved. You know, and this is why, you know, it annoys me, it disappoints me when we, when we trade God for something else, for philosophies, for the understanding of the world or the pattern of the world. God has commanded, requested from us, and yet he has also provided so that we may fulfill his requests and his commandments. It's like, it's like saying to someone, listen, I have in this safe your, um, your hope. This is, there's something in this safe that will give you what you have desired and what you need for the entire duration of the world. However, this safe has obviously a pin or a password and you have to work and you have to try to open this safe. But then I come and whisper in your ear and say, the password is 010466. You'll turn around and you think, what, a, what, a, what an amazing, what a, what a gracious person Rabbi Rasha is. God has commanded, has given us his instructions, his precepts, but he's giving us the strength. He's given, giving, he has given us the commandments. He has given us the paths to walk on those commandments. He has given us the promises. He has given us the procedure to receive those promises because he is a good and loving kind. So we can say God's will is what God is. God being good, his will is good. From the get-go, when we read Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, we read, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was good and pleasing, and it was evening, and it was dawn the sixth day. In the prayer of absolution during the, uh, the uh, celebration of the divine liturgy, we recite, O our God, good and and full of mercy, the priest recites, and we repeat to confirm, to emphasize, oh, our God, God is good and he is full of mercy. How good, if you're asking, how good? Let me give you one verse. verse. Luke 12, 32. Fear not, little fly, <laughs> flock, I'm sorry. Fear not, little flock, for your father desires to give you the kingdom. This is the goodness of God. Now, we may be content with health, wealth, and knowledge and understanding, 
But God wants to give us his kingdom because of the goodness of his character, his love, his grace, his mercy. Philippians 4, 6, St. Paul writes that God's peace surpasses all knowledge. Let me dare to add, God's love surpasses everything that we are content with in this world. Everything of God, about God, in God, from God, surpasses what this world can offer or the goodness of this world. Number two, God's will is everlasting and will be fulfilled in those who accept it, allowing it to, to allowing it and, and submitting to it. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, we read, Have you not known and have you not heard, this is God speaking, that God to eternity is Lord God, who created the ends of the earth. He is everlasting. Being everlasting, his presence, his preexistence, his power, his dominion, his holiness, his righteousness, and his will are everlasting. They will last forever. They don't have an expiry date. Who are we? Can I promise something to someone that is everlasting? If I promise everlasting life, that's God's, that's not mine. You know why? Because we, Psalm 103, 15, 16, sons of men are like the grass in its days and like a flower of the field. We spring up, for when the wind blows upon it, it is not. We are not there and neither is our place known. You go to Turlock um, Memorial Park or the Turlock Cemetery and you know you walk around sometimes and have a look at the tombstones and you remember your people, your loved ones. Where are they? They were, they were with us. What's that song? Peace to the ones that are not... <laughs> The ones that, uh, you know, I like that. It's true. Like, here's to the one that are not with us anymore. We are truly like, like the grass in the field. So my will is limited. My will is, is limited to the period of time that I'm on this, world, on, on this earth. And at times limited even less than that. But God's will is everlasting. And most importantly, why God's will should surpass our will is because of his sovereignty, his dominion, his characteristics, his attributes. Three of them. God is omniscient. God is all-knowing. His will is from an all-knowing source. Isaiah 46, 9 to 10. Remember the former things that are from eternity. For I am God and there is no other God and there is none like me. I am showing the end things from the beginning, meaning I know everything. And from the former times, those that have not been made, I said my counsel, I established and I do all my will. This is the will that I want to submit to. This is the will that I want to relinquish my will to. Man cannot even predict weather. Have you heard when they say 50% rain, 50%? Of course, everything is 50%. <laughs> There's a 50% chance of raining, rain today. Of course, 
There's a 50% chance of me walking out of my uh, out of the house, leaving the front door. There's a 50% chance I may not come back. That's common. We cannot even predict the next minute. Right at this right at this minute, at this second. Can you predict what's going to happen in the next minute? Of course we can't, let alone days and weeks. God knows everything. We say in, in the Aramaic uh, uh, language, Yad Akol knows all, is all-knowing. Would you not submit yourself to someone who knows all? You know when taxes time come and we need to um, uh, submit our taxes, we look for people that know the tax system, know the loopholes and know the laws. You know, you're going to go to someone that knows. When you hear of, oh, Adrena, she knows the, the laws uh, like the back of her hand. Hey, I'm going to go there because she's going to get me some money, right? And this is temporal. God's all-knowing characteristics gives us the, the urgency that we should submit to his will and not our will. God is omnipotent. He can do everything. We say in Aramaic, Msa Khail Kul. He has the power to do anything. There is nothing impossible for God. Genesis 18:14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, the angel said to Abraham. And Sarai, at the appointed time, I will return to you. About this time next year, Sarah shall have a son. One of my friends used to say, you know, if the Bible said that Jonah swallowed the whale, and not the whale swallowing Jonah, and it was in God's perfect will, perfect purpose, I would believe that. Because there is nothing impossible for God. You know, why do we why do we marvel at that? Why do we question that? Look at man. Man has power over the world, right? Man is a, a small god in this earth. You know, we have dominion over animals. We can do whatever we want with animals. Just go to here's a plug for the Universal Studios. Go to the Universal Studios and go and see the animal show. You have little mice running around according to the instruction of their master. Right? If men who are so limited with their capability can train snakes and alligators and mice and monkeys and orangutans and you know, we have orangutan movie stars, you know, what was that um, Clint Eastwood? There was that film that he had orangutan. One of his one of his co-star was a orangutan, right? Um, if we who are limited have power over animals, God's creations through God, obviously, praise His name. How much more God has power to do everything by his own strength, only through him? Jesus says in John 15, 5, without me, you can do nothing. So submitting our will to one who knows all and can do all, that's a perfect equation. And God, praise his name, is omnipresent. He's everywhere. The best we can do today. Now, while I was preparing this, I thought, you know, someone might ask, well, um, Rabbi, you know, I could be sitting in Turlock and FaceTiming my uh, cousin in Arbil. Am I not there and here at the same time? <laughs> yeah, you are. But what can you do? What can you do? When you're FaceTiming your friend, 
um, in another country and that friend needs physically something, you can't help. All you can do is just watch and say, well, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. But when we say that God is omnipresent, his power, his will, his desire will work at all times in everywhere. I was preaching once and um, we were talking about the, the divine liturgy and I said, when the priest opens his hands and invokes the Holy Spirit to come down and to rest upon the, the hosts, the bread and the, and the wine and to become the body and the all sanctifying body and blood. Someone said, well, let me ask you a question. So you're saying that you're standing there and you have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit also comes down on the bread and wine. I was dumbfounded. I said, excuse me. Isn't the Holy Spirit God? Yes. Is not God omnipresent? Yes. He said, I'm sorry. And he just sat down. He took his seat one more time. But can we be everywhere and every place at the same time? No. Psalm 139 verse 7. Where shall I go from your spirit? And where shall I hide from before you or your presence? Where? I love Amos chapter 9 verse 3. I love this verse. I love the whole scriptures, but I love this verse. And if thy will hide at the top of Carmela or Carmel, which is a, a, a mountain, God is saying, if you hide on the top of the mountain, go to the Himalayas, go to the tallest mountain in the world. Is that the Himalayas or Mount? <laughs> Geography, I'm not so good. Go to the tallest mountain in the world and try to hide there God says from there I shall search and I shall take them I shall take you from there and if you will hide from before my eyes in the depths of the sea you know that I, I, I believe mankind has not gone to the has not reached the depth of the ocean if you do go to the it is yes it is which one Mount Everest, Mount Everest. I said Mount Himalayas <laughs> Mount Everest, if you go down to the depth of the ocean, you're sitting at the bottom of the ocean. There's no other bottom. There, God says, there I shall command the serpent and it shall bite them or bite you. We cannot go to places at the same time. We cannot reach places on time. Our timing is not right sometimes. There have been times when we want to go to a place, we end up not going there. We get lost sometimes, let alone being in every place, beloved. And I mean through our minds and our thoughts, our will. My will, right at this moment, whatever it is, cannot work in Arbil. But God's will does. I always say, put yourself, if we put ourselves for 15 seconds... If we dare to put ourselves for 15 seconds in God's place and listen to the prayers that are being lifted up. Listen to those who are crying out because they're being tortured. They're being molested. They are hurting. They are depressed. They are being persecuted. What an amazing God we have. What an omnipotent God. He will hear if the whole world prayed at the same time. Let's say, I don't know the population of the world, do the quick Google search. The population of the world would come together and at the same time silently pray to the Lord 
7.9 billion. If 7.9 billion people prayed at the same time with different requests, God can hear those 7.9 billion. He won't say, take a number and say, no, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you when, you're, when your number's up. This is the omnipotence of God. When I'm crying out to the Lord here, forgive my sins, O Lord. The brother who is praying in China and also requests that his sins or her sins are forgiven, God acts upon both. When the priest is invoking the Holy Spirit in the Maraday altar, the priest at the St. John altar in Iraq, homeland, if they are coinciding and invokes the Holy Spirit to come down, the Spirit will come down. The Spirit will not say, I'm just working with Kasha Nicodemus. No. This, these are the characteristics of our Lord which reflect his will. His will is omnipresent. His will is omniscient. His will is omnipotent. Why should I resist from submitting totally to the will of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ? Now you may be saying, what is the will of God? You know what? Yes, someone was asking, should we, should, do I need to know the will of God? Must I search for the will of God? My answer would be yes and no. You don't need to know the will of God. All you need to know that it is good. You don't need to know what it is. You just need to resign and say it is good. Whatever it may be, it is good. If God's will takes me to the den of lions, it's a good will. There is something that's going to, that's God's glory will be seen. If God's will causes me to end in the fiery furnace, it is a good will because God has a perfect plan. We cannot understand and fathom God's works and plans and will, beloved. You know, we, we're always constantly put to shame when we seek God's direction when we pray and we pray to the Lord and continue to pray to the Lord and we pray according to our will, what I want, how I want, and then God's will is truly done, it always puts us to shame. Well, it puts me to shame. I got I to gotta confess. It's always, my God, look at how God worked because he is an awesome, sovereign, most powerful most holy God. But the Bible tells us, the scriptures tell us, that God's will is that in everything we give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. See, St. Paul doesn't write in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, God's will is that you understand and know. See, knowledge, know. God's power, will, goodness surpasses the knowledge, so that it's just void. God's will St. Paul writes and instructs, is just to give thanks to the Lord. And sometimes, don't be afraid to say, thanks for nothing, God, because I don't need anything to thank you. I don't need to have something to thank you. I thank you for what you are, for who you are, for what you are doing for, in my life, for your will, whether I know it or not, 
understand it or not understand it. For this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you. That's my office phone. The Ten Commandments, keeping God's commandments, and giving thanks at all times for everything. In everything we must thank God, beloved. So God's will is good for you. If right at this moment you think, Rabbi, if only you knew what I am going through, the pain, the stress, God forbid even the depression, the suffering that I'm going through, and I don't understand right this, at this moment, well, just resign to the perfect will of God and to the perfect timing of God. Lord, if this is your will, grant me perseverance and patience to totally trust in you and only you, Lord God. Praise and glory be to his holy name, now and at all times and forever. Amen. thing please also don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family if you'd like to suggest future episodes or give us detailed feedback please visit the link in the description or on our instagram link tr.ee forward slash double edged sword god bless you all